Let's talk weather. Yeah, well, there's no liner, Jamie, so you can just start talking weather if you want. Why haven't we sponsored this off? Well, we haven't. He's the most highest rating and one of our longest serving correspondents. I can't believe we haven't sold this to he somebody. Is. He is. Phil, well, maybe you should sponsor yourself. Phil, you can, you can pay to, Phil, you can pay to come on the show. It sounds like a loser for me, maybe, but yeah. um, <laughs> but happy birthday to you guys. That's uh, that's great, and I'm very proud to be part of the show for half of that time since about 2008 or 2009. I think was when I first started uh, chatting on air with you. So thanks for that, and, and I, I love being part of it. Well, we love having you on the show, Phil. You're part of the family. Gee, uh, we've had some awful weather. The tornadoes and. Auckland, Kapiti Coast, uh, real damage there. We've got heavy rain warnings. Top of the South Island, uh, the West Coast, I think, just to name a few areas. Poor old Hawke's Bay and Gisborne, although they might have dodged a slight bullet, they still got a lot of unwanted rain over Easter weekend. Yeah, they did. Um, we, we're in classic mid-autumn at the moment, or peak autumn, I should really say, not necessarily mid-autumn. Autumn's only just started, but we're really in the peak of it as far as the weather's concerned Big highs, big lows, and that's creating big weather uh, in New Zealand and right across Australia as well. So um, in the New Zealand area, this low pressure zone just off the west coast is, is pulling down the subtropical or warm nor'wester, depending on where you are. Places at the moment in the North Island are in the mid-20s, and the cicadas are playing. And it's um, four, nearly four months since the longest day of the year. So it is unbelievably mild at the moment across many places. And even when I look at the lower South Island, inland areas, you're where you started in Gore, um, you know, overnight lows out of the next 10 days, half of the nights are double digits. And the other nights are around six to eight, nine degrees. So we're hardly in frost territory. Um, we're in a very mild, unsettled, unstable week with long dry spells, but also in the North Island and some parts of the South, these thunderstorms, squally winds, and sometimes even a small tornado. See, I reckon what a lot of farmers in particular would love would be an Indian summer, Phil. Yeah, well, we, I mean, we're sort of getting that in some areas. Um, it is warm and it is dry in some areas. And when you actually look at the, the next seven days ahead rainfall compared to what we would normally have, a lot of the country is actually leaning um, a little bit drier than average or about where we should be. It's only Hokitika. That's the only place that's leaning a little bit wetter than average, and that'll be from the downpours today. So there is some good news. Over in Australia, they've got a tropical cyclone, a severe Cat 4 cyclone coming in this week around Western Australia. That's going to also end up drifting to New Zealand at some point, not as a cyclone, don't worry, but it's going to be fueling this wetter, more subtropical airflow that we're going to be seeing for the rest of the month, especially in the North Island and upper half of the South Island. So it's going to be warmer than usual for the most part. I thought El Nino would bring a colder than average winter. Well, we're, two things. We're not in winter yet, and we're not, we don't have El Nino yet. So um, the, the talk about El Nino, I mean, I've heard other people, they're always dramatic with their long-range stuff, and they can't get three days right. But somehow we're supposed to believe six months from now it's going to be there. Are you putting the boot into knee with there, Phil? I might be. Um, I think you are. me that they make these big statements and then don't kind of like back them up when they're wrong. So the, the problem with the, that forecast is that, yes, El Nino is likely to encourage more southwesters and more cold events and more snow. But that might only be for a day or two that you get those cold events and then we could be back to settled and dry. So the long-range trend for still the next few months ahead is still leaning warmer than average, but you could still break records like we did the other week with that southerly. You can still get a few days that break records and it's colder than normal, 
but then the next three weeks after that might be warmer. So it's going to be a messy, I think, autumn and spring-like winter as we go through this year. I think we're going to have some warm days and some very cold ones all mixed up. Just some, or just a final comment on the tornadoes. Is this unusual? Not really. I mean, it, 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 at this time of the year, you start mixing warm and cold together. So if you get a warm nor'wester, and that mixes in with a bit of a cooler night, long cold nights that we get, nights longer than daytime, perfect recipe for thunderstorms. And if we get any kind of setup like the one we've got now at any time of the year, especially in the colder months, um, we can get weather like this. So this is not surprising to me. Um, this is normal. The thing that's not so normal is it's going to stay warm all week. Usually, you know, back 30 years ago when you started the show, um, it was more likely that you get a burst of thunderstorms followed by cold air. We get a lot, we have fewer of those events over the last several years, over the last decade. And so that's what's making this a little different. But thunderstorms and tornadoes, very normal in the middle of autumn and the middle of winter as well in New Zealand. Phil Duncan, um, thanks for joining us today and thanks for joining us every week since what, 2008 or 2009? Good on you. Thank you. Enjoy uh, having a couple of cold beers this afternoon.